0: This is a GLK Archive podcast, which means it's part of Go Live with Kenyo. You can find Go Live with Kenyo on Project4.tv. Hey guys, didn't want to confuse you. Just to let you know, this is uh, um, the audio from uh, a video interview I did with Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm not going to confuse you or put my intro on this because this is his interview, but I wanted to share it with you.
1: Here it is. Hey, how you doing? I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins from the Black Business School, and I like to every now and then talk to uh, Black people that are doing awesome things. And so today I get a chance to speak to my man, Kino, uh, who is an artist, among other things, an entrepreneur and a lot of other things. And so uh, before, I, but before I start talking about what he does, I want him to kind of tell you a little bit about it. So uh, first, I'm going to ask my brother, how you doing today?
0: I'm good, sir. How are you? Uh, this, is, this is an honor. Thank you.
1: Oh, the honor's all mine, man. All mine. So, uh, Quino, uh, now you, cause I asked you, I said, so, so it, you want me to mention the last name? He said, no, just Quino. So Quino is the name that's your brand. Uh, is that correct?
0: That's my brand. Um, and that, that's the name that I go on there.
1: Okay. And so Quino, you, uh, now I remember you, you mentioned to me that you do art, you're an artist. Um, uh, what kind of artist are you?
0: Um, so my art, as far as art, when it comes to art, I focus on, um, abstract art. I do, um, Uh, I also do portraits from time to time when it comes to art, but um, I'm also a poet. Hmm.
1: Okay. A poet. Interesting. Interesting. So what's that life like, um, you know, for a poet? I mean, a lot of people, when they think about artists and poets, they don't really know exactly how you go about actually, you know, paying bills and, and, uh, and, and things like that as an artist and a poet. Uh, What, what model have you sort of applied to your work uh, to allow you to you know, be able to, to you know, have, do those sort of financial functions and still pursue the things you love.
0: Yeah. So that's interesting. And there's, there's really two ways to go about it um, for most people. Um, I think the first, the easier option is if you, if you love creating art um, and, and um, you just want to be able to do that, you like to write early mornings, that's the best time for a poet to write. So for me, if I can wake up five o'clock, I can, knock out two hours of writing poetry late at night. That's also great. Stay up late, write poetry. And then you can actually work a regular job. Um, So I was doing that for a really long time. Uh, I would, and I I love doing that. I think that it's something uh, where God put me in different situations in my life so that I could learn from people who are running businesses, uh, especially the last business I worked for. Um, I, I worked so closely with them. was really a mentor to me and I was able to see how he run the business and what it was really like uh, the stress and then also the fun and the freedom of running your own business and that's um that's what I did until I transitioned into what I do now and why I try to help so many other people who are in my same shoes I think that for an artist um where the money comes in is it really takes an entrepreneurial eye um, and that's actually also a talent, to be honest. Um, so I, I think um, w- what I do now um, is I do a number of different things. I do events. Uh, so I do a uh, host events for other people. They'll They'll bring me out to do their events. And then I also do a weekly event that I also tied into a podcast. So it's an entire media entity. Weekly, we do a live show, which brings revenue to the location that we're at. And so I get a kickback of that. And then we also bring out sponsors. And so that's where the bulk of the revenue comes from.
1: What's your podcast called?
0: Uh, Kenyo live. Same as my weekly show.
1: Mm, Kenyo live. Okay. And so um, uh, now what, now when you host the podcast, uh, which platform do you host it on?
0: Uh, I use SoundCloud. And then after that, I went ahead and added it to, you know, iTunes, um, then there's a few other things that could be used, Google Play, um, different mm-hmm. things that you can submit your podcast to.
1: Okay, so it's, more, so it's an audio podcast. Put oh, yeah. Audio. Podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and uh, now what, what, what's the uh, content on Kenyo
0: Live? Uh, I focus everything I do around artists and entrepreneurs. Um, mm. That's the area in which I run it. That's what I feel like I am. And that way uh, I can just be me.
1: Okay, so if I'm if I'm say another child of artists outside of what you do, let's say I'm a musical artist, yeah. um, you know, uh, what what kind of uh, how how would you sort of change shift your advice right back to say a musical artist versus say uh, a painter or a um, or a poet? Would you say that the models are kind of consistent across the board?
0: Yeah, uh, I, w- I would say that the models are consistent. The thing that you're really going to have to do is, and what I think a lot of artists. Um, they struggle with uh, is you're going to have to put in a, a, a work. You're going to have to put in a lot of work. Um, and that means a, a bunch of different things. If you're extremely talented, um, if you're extremely, extremely, God just blessed your life talented. Um, there is always the root of just um, creating, going straight for. If you're a musician, make your album, sell it, um, put it out there. You know, if you have the right team around you, you can also do the same thing. Now, if uh, the other path is you're going to have to put in a lot of work to find out what, what, what your lane is. Um, music is pretty straightforward. Um, it's going to be about shows, and it's going to be about um, – so you're going to have to tour. If you're not playing at least two shows a week, um, you need to do that. <laughs> mm. Putting out content these days uh, with Snapchat, mm. Facebook, Instagram. If you're not putting out uh, at least, I would say, three to five pieces of content a week, um, I, you know, you need to do that. Otherwise, mm. um, you know, maybe you're working for someone else while you take music lessons. But if you really consider yourself a musician, then you have to be, you know, in in the act of making music, which is putting mm. playing shows.
1: Interesting. Uh, by the way, I wanted to ask you: Is there a way? Um, uh, I don't know if <clears throat> if your microphone is all the way up or not. But um, maybe if you if you if you if you can't turn it up, maybe just talk a little louder when you when you talk okay. that way, everybody can. Uh, hear all your great information. So, um, so how long have you been an entrepreneur? Uh,
0: I've been an entrepreneur, and this is one thing that I, I that I think uh, you know millennials like me we we do pretty easily. I've I've called myself an entrepreneur for about three years, but since I started actually living off the revenue of my own businesses, that's actually only been a couple months. So I really? think I really think that's an important distinction to make. An entrepreneur is, is, it's cool. It's good to study entrepreneurship, to love entrepreneurship as a lifestyle. But um, when it comes down to it, uh, it's, it's about supporting yourself through your business endeavors. And so that's something that I've, I've been doing for a couple months and I have lofty goals. Uh, and if I could say one other thing, uh, I actually do think it's very difficult for um, an artist, a musician, or anyone who's doing arts. I think it's very difficult um, to, to um, get in there and make money. I've just seen a lot of people who are struggling with it, um, especially artists that want to maintain authenticity. And so that's one of the reasons I created a company that I call Project Forward. And what I do is just try to help match um, musicians with sponsors, events, and uh, just teach them how to put out content regularly.
1: Mm. Okay, interesting, interesting. I was writing some of that down as you were talking. Um, You know, I I would say that I I agree with you. I think that being an entrepreneur is, um, you know, it's one thing to call yourself an entrepreneur. It's another thing when your economic engine is actually feeding you and all that good stuff. And so, um, you know, so what would you say would be a couple of things that you've learned that you, in terms of advice you would give to other millennials about, you know, what it would take to be a good entrepreneur, what what it takes to, you know, be able to take care of yourself um, as an artist who's living off of that art?
0: Yeah. Um, so I, I called, my, I, I called uh, my business project forward. I started it about a year ago because I got to a point in my life where um, it wasn't about perfection anymore. I think the hang up um, becomes perfection where um, mm. you're really ready to jump into it. And then, so I called the project forward cause I realized actually nothing else matters except for my ability to move forward, forward momentum. And it's always going to be a project. So that's where you get project forward from. Um, what the biggest thing that you're going to learn is you need to wake up and put in efforts towards uh, momentum, you know, <laughs> towards forward progress. And usually that's going to be about um, identifying um, your store. Cause the content creation is kind of easy. Um, get that up to speed ASAP. But um, after that, you're really identifying sources of income and figuring out how you provide value and putting in the work. Cause it's a lot of work. It's easy to work when someone tells you to be here at nine and leave at five. Um, but it's a lot harder to work when you, you know, you get to set your own timetable. So uh, it can be anyway. So it's just about putting in the, in the work to create value for the people that are going to pay you.
1: Mm, interesting. Well, you know, it's um. Um I I'm not an artist but um as a writer and as a speaker it's a little bit like being an artist you yeah. you know you're you're you you get in front of people you open your mouth something comes out and you hope that they'll support you at the end of the day and so um I have seen a lot of uh musical artists who uh for example you know give their music away for free uh you know like Chance the Rapper I think I think that's what he does he gives all his music away for free mm-hmm. and uh and then the, so the music becomes a, an advertising vehicle yeah. And therefore allows him uh to create other opportunities because he's built this brand and he's able to merchandise that, you know. Um so uh have you thought about that? Have you seen a lot of artists kind of take that model where the the art itself isn't the actual product? It's 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 sort of the after effect of that.
0: Yeah, that's something I'm getting into now. And I think that where that comes into and um This is something that I'm learning right now, so I'm still trying to figure it out. But I think that comes into finding out um, uh, just which model you prefer because they are just two different models. If uh, you want to, for instance, with Kenyo Live, we started selling tickets. That's how we did our events. We're like, okay, let's sell tickets at the door. Um, But getting people to buy tickets for an event proved to be a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And then when a few sponsors came on, I realized, okay, one, I'm making way more money um, from these sponsors and getting people into the event is providing value um, for the sponsors. So why don't I just let people in for free? And then I can turn these eyeballs, this attention into value for other people who are better at monetizing on a micro level person to person. And then I can focus on getting chunks of money, you know, and then using that to bring in more people because I can make my event better. So I think it's just finding out what works for you as a human being. Um for me, I'm I'm like extremely macro. I have really big dreams. I'm ready I'm always thinking about, okay, my this company is gonna be the next Netflix and then I'm gonna do the next Coachella, you know? <laughs> and so it's hard for me sometimes to operate on the really, the really small level. And so I, I just need to I've learned for me, I need to as, as soon as I can reach up to the next macro level and, and, and you know, let people who are good at the micro, who are really good at them, um, sell their products and I can help. Them mm,
1: I like that. Yeah. You know, I've seen that um, that model applied as well. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's I like the way you're creative about how you go about <clears throat> achieving the final goal, you know, because uh, some you know, sometimes you can sell the ticket. Sometimes you can't. And if yeah. you can't sell a ticket, sometimes you got to give the ticket away and try to sell something else. Uh, because a lot of times the reason the customer won't buy a ticket from you is because they don't know you or they don't feel comfortable yet. They don't. They're not at a level. If you're Beyonce, you can sell a ticket, but you know most of us are not Beyonce. So yeah, exactly. giving away the ticket might yeah. get enough you know people through the door. So then at that point, once they see the value, they may buy something else later on. But I think it's very important to think about that because um you know a lot of us don't really process. Monetization models very well. Um, I find that in the entertainment industry, two things that people uh, are tend to be missing are the piece on distribution and monetization. You know, we we got the production side down pretty good. We we know how to make a song, we know how to make a movie, we know how to you know do all of that. But then once you make that song or you make that film or whatever it is you create. How do you um, how do you get that out to the masses? How do you distribute that idea? Uh, either get in front of big crowds or expand digitally or get on television or radio, etc. And then also, how, did, how does that get monetized? And, uh, and, and it seems like that part is the part that leaves a lot of entertainers stuck and enslaved where you got a big stack of, you know, of, of albums that, you know, maybe could go platinum if everybody heard them. But they don't go anywhere because nobody's hearing them and you don't know what to do. You know, so that's one of the things I, you know, I I hear sometimes from music artists all the time. And uh, first thing I tell them is you need to go to business school. Not, not, you don't got to go to university and spend, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, but go to a business school in your head where you spend time studying business. And because if you're not doing that, I don't really know what to say to you because the business is what drives a lot of these things. So everybody at some point has to be some sort of a businessman. Not that you, that has to be the primary focus, but it must be part of the focus. Right. So let me ask you this. What, what's what's next for you? What What's what's big on your agenda as far as things people should know about and how people can get in touch with you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If I could, I just want to touch on that. What, what we just talked about really quick, just because I think uh, a lot of that also comes from, you know, um, again, putting in the work. You know I find that the more work I put in, the more naturally I progress to um, you know better models um, of distribution, because I was really romantic about the idea of selling tickets. you know I wanted to sell tickets like I had this dream when I dreamed up the whole dream of the event, I wanted to sell tickets. And people were telling me long before I made the decision, hey, I think you should let people in for free. Um, Let people let it be a bigger event. But I didn't want to do it. But because I kept putting in work, the the event naturally shifted that way because I didn't decide, oh, because my dream isn't working, I'm going to quit. So I think a lot of it is is just, you know, you're going to have to learn to get over yourself a lot. Uh, Realize that everything isn't how you think it's going to be. But as long as you're you're kind of reaching your goals, you don't really need to. You, you don't really need to keep yourself in a box, but, uh, I, yeah, I just wanted to say that really quick, but as far as what, what's next for me, um, so we're going to keep doing the weekly events. Um, project forward is going to start, uh, um, um we're going to start doing local events in San Antonio. So if you're not in San Antonio, this is where we are now. This is as far as our reach goes right now, uh, except for my podcast, but, um, we're going to start doing events to bring more entrepreneurs in more vendors in, and we're trying to create, um, uh, Kind of an ecosystem for entrepreneurs and kind of show them what it means like i love the the very bottom level of entrepreneurs so i want to do more work there so we're going to be doing a, a couple events in the next couple of months april 1st uh we have an event coming up if you, if you go to the project forward calendar other than that keep checking me out on the kenyo live podcast because i don't even know what's coming next but as soon as the next <laughs> opportunity comes i'm going to grab it all right. All right. Well, that's awesome man. Uh,
1: thank you so much for your time, Kenyo. I appreciate. It. Oh yeah, I appreciate this. This is this has been wonderful. Oh yeah, the the is all mine, brother. Okay, well, everybody go support Kenyo uh his podcast is called Kenyo Live. Uh he's uh, one of the young millennial entrepreneurs that's out there doing it, um making things happen, getting off the corporate plantation, and I hope you'll consider doing the same. Uh, if you are a millennial and you want to join our young Black and Rich program for millennials, where we talk about uh, business and financial advice and things like that, uh, go to the theblackbusinessschool.com and check it out. That's theblackbusinessschool.com, and uh, we got a lot of great information for you that will help you uh, move into the next uh, the next decade uh, empowered, as opposed to confused. Because a lot of us start the game confused. So uh, once again, thank you to my guest Kenyo. Uh I appreciate your time, but.
0: Thank you, sir. This has been great.
1: All right. All right. Well, everybody, i uh, take care and you have an awesome day and I will talk to you soon. Bye bye now. Peace.